Thank you for joining me for another episode of Spiritual Prism, where we discuss everyday issues through the prism of God's Word. I have titled today's discussion, The Greatest Commandment, because I'm sure most of us have heard about the Ten Commandments, but what did Jesus say was the greatest commandment? So I'm going to start this off with the scripture reading from Matthew chapter 22, verses 34 through 40. And it says, But when the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees with his reply, they met together to question him again. One of them, an expert in religious law, tried to trap him with this question. Teacher, which is the most important commandment in the law of Moses? Jesus replied, You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. A second is equally as important. Love your neighbor as yourself. The entire law and all the demands of the prophets are based on these two commandments. So here Jesus has given us the two greatest commandments. The first one is to love the Lord, which may sound easy and like a no-brainer, but obviously this is not as easy as it sounds, because life sends us plenty of issues to deal with each and every day. And on top of that, we have the hustle and bustle of the day-to-day -day living that we have to go through. And it's easy to get distracted and not even think about the Lord once in a day. If you're a believer, and if you're not a believer, well, you're probably not thinking about the Lord at all. And a lot of times when you have those distractions or obviously don't know the Lord at all, it's hard to show love, much less love with every fiber of your being, which in essence is what Jesus is saying here. Love the Lord with everything you have and are, which I say again is easier said than done. And Jesus knew that. And that's why, ultimately, he had to make the sacrifice for us, because none of us could love the Lord the way we should. But we should most definitely try, because the Lord loves us more than we can even understand. Because it's hard for us as humans to love on such a deep level. There are many people we love with a deep love, like our parents, or our children, or our spouse, or our friends. But it doesn't compare to the love with which he loves us. And that's one of the attributes that make our God so great is the fact that he loves us and he cares for each and every one of us so very much. And all he's really asking for here is for us to love him in return. That's the greatest commandment, to love the Lord God who loves us so much in return. Yet look at how many people just don't want to know him at all. And I'll take it a step even further. And the ones that do know him, how much time are they setting aside for him? Because I don't know about you personally, but I know for me, myself, I try and make time for the ones that I love. And I'm sure most of those listening out there do the same thing. We make time for our loved ones, and we should make time to love our Lord as well. Now, as I said on the onset of this, that is easier said than done. It's not always easy to make that time, but we should strive to for all the ones we love, including the Lord. Which leads me to the second point. If that's hard then the second commandment, which is equally as important as the first commandment, may be even a little harder. Well, not maybe, definitely is harder, which is love your neighbor as yourself. I see a real issue with this in today's society. People are not about loving their neighbor, believers and unbelievers alike. And let me clarify here. Jesus is not saying neighbor here like the person that lives across the street. Basically, he's saying everybody else out there besides yourself. 
And now I'm sure that I've said something that will probably strike most people as uh, absurd because I'm sure that somebody just popped in your mind as someone that you don't know how they could be loved because we're all human and obviously we don't feel like loving everyone or that everyone deserves our love because that's a strong sentiment for all of us. And I'll admit, this is one that I struggle with myself and I've been trying to get better at. That's why I wanted to have this discussion today because it's easy for me to see why the Lord should be loved with every fiber of my being. It's not easy for me to see why I should love others as I love myself. And yet, this is what Jesus has called us to do. As a matter of fact, he didn't just say to do it. He said it's equally as important as loving the Lord your God. So this is a pretty profound commandment. I mean, Jesus is putting that right up there on the same level with loving the Father. And I'm sure he did this to get our attention. He wanted us to understand the importance of loving others as ourselves because he knew that we have to love one another if we're to coexist on this world that he's made together. And if we want people to come to know Jesus Christ as their Savior, we have to be able to show that love. If we're not showing love to our neighbors, regardless of who they are, where they're from, how they act, we can't reach them and bring them to the salvation and saving grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ, not to mention the love that he wants to give and does give. There's no way you could be derogatory to somebody or to a group of people because of something they do or how they live and then turn around and say, well, Jesus loves you so much because they're going to look at you as a hypocrite. They're going to sit there and say, hey, you're telling me how much Jesus loves, but look how you're acting. And I don't know if I want to come to know this person, Jesus, because I don't want to be like you are, judging me and turning your nose down at me, pointing out my so-called flaws. It's easy to forget that we're all sinners and we all sin. And if you are a believer, I'm sure you were thankful that God forgave you and loved you and showed you love and mercy and kindness. But we had to come to know him first. And the minute you come to know him, you didn't just turn from all your sins. It took time. And the more you came to know Jesus, the more you loved him. And the more you loved him, the less sinning you wanted to do. That's how it works. We don't want to hurt the people we love. It's the sin that we shouldn't like, not the person. We are to love the person, not the sin. We live in a fallen world and we will all fall short of the glory of God by sinning. Only Jesus made it through this life without sinning, which puts us all on an equal playing field. None of us are going to be better than Jesus, but we can strive to be like him. We can strive to love the Lord with all our heart. We can strive to love our neighbor as ourself. And that's the point. We have to try to do it. We have to leave our comfort zone and our preconceived notions and reach out to those around us, showing them God's love. Because the life we live is already hard enough. I can't imagine trying to go through this life without the love of the Father to help get me through. And that love is available to anyone who seeks him and wants that personal relationship with him. Thank you for listening to another episode of Spiritual Prism. And until next time, I pray that you can love the Lord with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your heart, and every fiber of your being. And don't forget, what is equally as important is to love your neighbor as yourself. Reach out there and give those people the love 
that they may need that could lead them to a saving grace and knowledge of a relationship with Jesus Christ.